Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome to a special All-Star Break weekend edition of Elon's Matchup Maximizer podcast presented by Keeping Carlson, a podcast where I, Elon Dubrovsky, try to help you be successful in your weekly head-to-head matchups. This is a special edition because we're in the middle of a very strange fantasy week, especially if you're on Yahoo. It's a, We're in the middle of a two-week matchup where the first half is already finished and it was just a few games spattered around on Monday to Wednesday. Then there's been no games ever since then. I'm recording this on Saturday night. There's been some all-star games that don't count for anything and seem like the goalies aren't even really trying that hard. Very weird games, but if you're enjoying it, great for you. Uh, But yeah, then next week is going to be the second half of the matchup where it's kind of a weird week where there's not too many games between Monday and Friday and then like a very busy Saturday to end the week. And uh, we already talked about some players that might not play at all until that Saturday on last week's edition of the Matchup Maximizer podcast. So that's why I'm saying this is a special episode because if you're looking for help for next week, just go back and listen to that episode because I already covered all the teams that you may want to target and some players. And also just on the most recent episode of Short Shifts, which dropped on Thursday, Jeremy and Shams also talked about some players you may want to drop and some players you may want to target for this upcoming week. So with that kind of settled, (laughs) I'd say, uh, Jeremy Versillo, another of our short shifts hosts made a suggestion to me that maybe we need to have a match maximizer podcast about the fantasy playoffs that are coming up. So I figured now would be a great time since we already have next week covered. So that's what this episode is going to be about. I'm going to be looking ahead to not that far, by the way, if you're in the keeping Carlson ultimate patron fantasy league, also known as the cupful, the fantasy playoffs start on March 13th and I'm recording this on February 4th. So we're looking at like a month and a week, like five matchups basically away from the fantasy playoffs right now so if you're in the hunt you need to start focusing because what's the point of working so hard to make it to the playoffs just to like in week one have a huge games played disadvantage and then lose just because of that when there are moves you could have made to prepare and of course you do need to keep in mind that you need to make the playoffs right so if you're a fringe team i would definitely recommend focusing on just making it to the playoffs any way you can and then you could hope for some variance you know in a single one week matchup even if you have fewer games played you never know you're players can just go off and your opponent's players could not do well so yeah definitely i wouldn't advocate to completely disregard anything but the playoff schedule at this point but if you are a lucky team that knows you're going to be in the playoffs, you should definitely start looking at how you can maximize those three critical weeks. And of course, different leagues have different playoff schedules. I'm going to be focusing on the weeks that are the playoff weeks for the Cupful. So those are March 13th to March 19th uh, for the quarterfinals, or you may have a buy in that week if you're especially lucky. Uh, Then March 20th to March 26th for the semis, and then March 27th to April 2nd for the finals. There are still like two more weeks weeks after that of NHL action well really like a week and a half and so Yahoo does have an option where you can have your finals be over that like week and a half stretch uh, we don't use that in the couple. That's obviously that strange time during the NHL season where a lot of teams are benching their good players and resting them for the actual NHL playoffs. And that could be very frustrating if a matchup comes down to whether or not, I don't know, Connor McDavid is playing or resting. So that's why we don't use those weeks. If you do use those weeks, uh, you know, exercise for the listener to go ahead and look at the schedules there. But yeah, I'm going to be focusing on the couple quarters, semis and finals in this matchup. So let's just take a look right now. Now, I'm going to look at sort of the overall picture, and then we'll focus in on each week. And here's the overall picture. Here's the story for you. 
Target Colorado Avalanche players, okay? That is the team with the best schedule overall. Uh, The Avalanche play... 11 times over those three weeks, which isn't the most. The most actually goes to Boston, who plays 12 times. They go four, four, and four. But while Boston only has two light days over those three weeks, basically Boston, every single one of those matchups is Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, just over and over again. And by the way, these three weeks, kind of simple for the schedule. It's, it's our typical, like Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays are busy. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sundays are light for the most part. So, uh, you know, you don't have to think too hard. You just have to look at the schedule. You don't have to look at specifically uh, if a uh, typical busy day is actually a light day or something like that. No, it's pretty straightforward. And yeah, Boston, sure. So they have those three Sunday games. But aside from that, if you're like picking up uh, Pavel Zaka or something on a lot of those Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, you might be benching him just because your roster is already full. So that's a key part of you know being successful in like doing this matchup maximizing is you're not only looking at the number of games played, but you're looking at how many games you'll actually be able to get a player into your roster. And even for like a star player, right? Like if you have Nathan McKinnon, that's a huge advantage. Obviously you would have played him if he, even if he was playing on the busy days, but the fact that you're playing him on a light day instead and he's not playing on a busy day, that just opens up a spot for someone on a busy day. So for example, if you can trade, I don't know, let me look here. So like uh, Vegas has a really terrible playoff schedule. Uh, they play nine times, just three, three and three and only one light day out of all nine of those days. So yeah, if you could trade a Jack Eichel for, uh, well, I guess you're not going to get a McKinnon or Ranson, but let's say even for like an Arturi Lekkanen, that might be something worth considering because you're going to be gaining so many more games. You're going to get all those extra games just from the player himself and also you're going to be freeing up spots on the busy days for some other player that you have on your roster. So hopefully that makes sense. And I'll, I'll get into the specific teams. But yeah, Colorado, they're kings. So, you know, obviously, if you can, you know, get a trade to get McKinnon or Ranton, they should have extra value to you for sure. Aside from that, I guess, you know, you just go down the list, honestly, of the play. Oh, Makar. <laughs> I mean, obviously, don't discount him. Uh, you could go Georgiev if you want to get some extra goalie games. So who knows with goalies, right? Like, they could end up playing Francois for a stretch there. But yeah, Lekkanen is someone, you know, Devon Taves has had hot and cold moments. So now might be a good time to just go and get him maybe for a little cheap to get that great playoff schedule. Evan Rodriguez could be a free agent that maybe if you're like, you know, in a deeper league and you're looking at various players to add, maybe just jump on Evan Rodriguez and hold him for a little bit you know i've been seeing people like already targeting jt comfort because of that great schedule uh who's like you know i don't know if i would do that like uh, it is a lot of games but at the end of the day you need to have a player that you can rely on i don't know if he's at that point but you know that that's what we're looking at here with colorado and their really great schedule um but okay aside from that let me just go through the specific weeks okay so we've got first of all the this quarterfinals going from march 13th to march 19th so if you have a buy like, ignore this, right? Oh, by the way, if you're not a playoff team, you might still want to care about this. If you're in the Keeping Carlson Ultimate Patriot Fantasy League, not only do the top six teams make the playoffs, but teams 7 to 12 play in a relegation playoffs. So I guess it's called a consolation playoffs, which is going to still help determine, like, I'm going to be definitely not making the actual playoffs in Tier 1, but I'm hoping that I'll not become, you know, landing in 13th or 14th, so I'll be able to play in this consolation playoffs, and I'm going to be playing for coming in either, you know, going to Tier 2 or going to Tier 3. 
depending on how low I rank. So the playoff schedules still matter to me as well. And they probably matter to you if you're listening. So if you're in a league that's constellation playoffs, then, you know, it's just as important. But obviously, the main thing is to go for the championship. And yeah, if you're going to have a buy in the first week, that's a really great opportunity for you to look at the teams that might make the playoffs and trade them. For example, a player from Buffalo. Buffalo plays Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday in that first week, all off days. It's a great schedule. They play Toronto, Washington, Philly, and Boston. So maybe some tough goalies, but you know, either way, you're getting the games, right? And uh, someone might really be into your Buffalo guy. I wonder if you could offer a Tage Thompson for a Ranton. Oh, that's too crazy. I don't know. But you make a package, you know, up to you to be creative. I'm not going to be here like just telling you all these uh, trade proposals you can make. But, you know, Buffalo players are going to be a little less appealing to someone with a buy. Because, and obviously, Tage Thompson is going to be appealing no matter what. But maybe I could have said like Alex Tuck or whatever. After that, Buffalo schedule gets a lot more boring. They go Tuesday, Friday, Saturday in week two, and then Monday, uh, Friday, Saturday. Uh, two off days, actually, in the finals is pretty good as well. So not terrible, but obviously, uh, yeah, it's that first week that's really key. So if you know that you're not going to have a buyer, if you're just in a regular league, not like the couple where you just have eight teams make the playoffs and everyone is playing in the quarterfinals, then definitely, yeah, stack up on those Buffalo players for that first week. You know, maybe you're grabbing the a Dylan Cousins or someone if he falls to free agency or even an Olafson type, like you'll want to target him. Uh, then other players who have four games or say teams that have played four times with three light days uh you've got a few you got toronto you've got uh washington actually that's it so yeah toronto and washington would be your other teams you'll want to target for those three light days and you could also go for an anaheim player who plays three times all on light days who cares probably on the busy day you weren't gonna be able to fit that player in anyways so yeah I'd go, i'm not gonna really gonna go through too many like player recommendations just because i'm basically gonna be talking about most of the teams but you know and, and again this advice is both for like picking up free agents to you know stock up for those weeks and also though to make trades where you can trade like i said those players with bad schedules for the players with good schedules so yeah in the first week those are who you're going for the player teams with bad schedules on that week uh you've got florida and detroit only playing twice uh so that's gonna be really tough like if you're riding alex barkov or whatever one of these or like matthew kachuk you might be in for a tough uh you know tough go of it there in that first week because you're only gonna get two games both on busy days like florida plays thursday saturday at least they're against montreal and new jersey so maybe teams they'll be able to score some goals against especially the habs so obviously you're not giving away a bar cover kachuk or whoever for nothing but just something to be wary of. Like, obviously, if you can get four games from a Buffalo guy, you might want that more than two The busy days from a Florida guy. Uh, yeah, and then, like I said, Colorado, they only have actually two light days uh, in that week, but they do play four times. They're Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. But then, yeah, Colorado's really going to shine in the semifinals, which we'll get to in just a sec. Uh, so after that first week... Oh, yeah, in Detroit, I said. So, yeah, they play... Tuesday and then Saturday. So if you have kind of like a fringy Detroit player, you could drop them now or you can just have a plan that after you get their Tuesday game against Nashville, then you'll drop that player because you're going to want to get some games in on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday before a Saturday against Colorado, which is a tough matchup anyways. Jumping over to the semifinals, that week is going to be really crazy. Like if you're a team that potentially has a bye right now, you need to be thinking about the semis because you've got Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, all like super light days, like barely any teams playing at all. And then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, especially heavy. Like you're likely going to have players on your bench on that Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday who are playing. So you need to start thinking ahead to like what you're going to do about this. And the teams that you want to target are, like I said, Colorado. They play 
all light days. The only team that does that. And then if you can't get a Colorado player, another team that you may want to look at is the Arizona Coyotes who play Tuesday and then Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So three light days. Those are actually the only two teams that have more than two light day games. Uh, So with Arizona, unfortunately, two of those games are against Colorado, which is like good for Colorado, right? They've got two games against Arizona. All the more reason to be excited about them. But yeah, with your Coyotes, uh, still, you're going to be getting more games out of a Coyote than on most uh, teams, especially if we're talking about streamer level guys. Uh, aside from them, like you may want to look at teams that play Monday, Wednesday, in which the case there are just a, a couple of them, right? There's Colorado, like I said, who play all four of the light days. Then you've got Pittsburgh who play Monday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Saturday. And then also Edmonton goes Monday, Wednesday, and then Saturday. So it's always good to target those early off day games from a free agent. And then you could drop the player after that. So you know, Edmonton is, and Pittsburgh are actually both really tough teams to stream from, unfortunately. Like, all their players are either, like, really great and rostered everywhere, or they're, like, maybe not even worth rostering at all, unfortunately. But maybe in a shallower league, or maybe you could go after someone like a Brian Rust, who, who people are getting frustrated with, or even a Zucker. Like, one of those guys could be really good to target if you know you're going to have the buy in order to get those first two games in the semifinals from the Penguins. Uh, but yeah, definitely make sure to... It doesn't hurt now to just, like, go go on Yahoo to that week and then set your lineup for the week and see how bad it looks in terms of players that are being benched on your busy days and start thinking about if maybe you want to start dumping some of those players for an Arizona or Colorado or like I said, Pittsburgh or Edmonton player. There are a few more teams that play on a couple light days, at least. Like we have Chicago, who goes Monday and then Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So you got the Monday and Sunday from Chicago. I don't know who's going to even be left on that team after the trade deadline. Uh, but then you've also got LA, who goes Monday and then Saturday, Sunday. So you may think, oh, I don't want to have my guy only on Monday and then have to wait all the way until Saturday for the next game. But again, if you have like Tuesday, Thursday, you might not be playing that player anyways. Uh, and actually, that's it as far as yeah it's a really weird week so you want to look into it you may even it may even be worth it to like take an la guy like a deno whatever like one of those streamer level la players just to get those two light day games again you have to make it through the quarterfinals first i'm talking about the semis here but yeah if you have a buy that's something to consider uh the quarters by the way i don't know if i mentioned there are a lot of teams that play four times and the busy days aren't like so so busy maybe like there's 11 games on the thursday so 22 teams playing so it is possible that uh you may your team may be able to facilitate having all your players playing and still like have an open spot for a streamer so yeah you really need to be already going and honestly i would like go right now like i said for the semis do it for all your playoff weeks right and get a sense right now with your current roster how many days do you have open spots for out of all those busy days uh but okay so let's just look at the finals now and then we'll take a step back and look big picture so for that finals week you're looking at once again not too many teams that have a lot of light days like uh colorado like i said has a really good schedule of monday wednesday then they don't play again until saturday but those monday wednesday are against anaheim and minnesota so anaheim's potentially a team that you'll be able to score against but i think you've already heard me enough talking about how i'm into colorado for the fantasy playoffs this year uh, Anaheim is going to give you, we are, I already talked about how Anaheim's giving you a bunch of light days in week one. Anaheim, that's what they're known for, right? They're also going to give you four games with a Monday and a Sunday on that finals week. So if, if you want to go get your Trevor Zegras, Troy Terry, or maybe take a chance like a Mason McTavish, who, you know, like Anaheim's going to be just having nothing to play for. So their young players are just going to want to be showing that they're good, right? So someone like a McTavish, who's like probably droppable at the moment, could be good 
come like that finals week when we're nearing the end of the season. Uh, you know, Florida goes Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, the Islanders uh, go Monday, Wednesday, and then Saturday, Sunday, so potentially three light days for you. So yeah, uh, I guess I'm supposed to be telling you the teams. Honestly, I would say to like look at your schedules. That's the main advice I'd give you and count the days. Let me. So yeah, I guess let me just give you some overall big picture takeaways from all of this. And actually, I'm going to just take a quick break and then I'll do that in the second half of this episode. All right, we are back in this playoff edition of Elon's Matchup Maximizer podcast. And yeah, I've been talking about those three specific playoff matchups uh, that are the ones that are for the couple starting on March 13th and ending on April 2nd. That that makes up three weeks. Uh, Let me just look at some big picture stuff now, now that I've talked about those three weeks in particular. Like, let me just tell you, here are the like teams in general to look for. But again, you want to be looking at your specific weeks because there's no point targeting a team that has a great finals schedule only for you not to make it to the finals but just in general uh, i think i mentioned boston plays 12 times uh but there are on a lot of busy days but for like if you're trading for just a good player you're just trying to go for volume then yeah boston you know pasternak is someone you could get 12 games out of david pasternak that's going to be good that's worth taking busy days on and bumping some streamer guy and then you know that streamer guy is the one that you can switch over for someone with all those light days but yeah you're going to want to get your boston guys if you can get them so that's a, definitely a team to target and then there's a lot of 11 game teams that play so i'll just run through those uh those are carolina columbus colorado montreal new jersey nashville rangers ottawa pittsburgh st louis toronto and vancouver so that's a lot of teams you may want to pause the pod and go back and listen to it again to see if the teams that you have players on are there so those are all teams that play you know four four and three or three four and four whatever some combination of two four game weeks and one three game week and like I said, you're going to want to be focusing on the ones, if you can, that have a good off-night schedule. So specifically, I'd be looking at Colorado, Arizona, Anaheim, St. Louis, and Toronto. Those all play those 11 times and also give you a lot of off-night games. So yeah, don't forget the trade deadline's coming up. Don't like trade for a Tarasenko, expecting that he's going to give you a lot of off-night games just for him to get traded at the deadline. But yeah, like I said, Anaheim's not going to be making any crazy trades of some of their top guys. Uh, you know, Toronto, I don't think they're going to be. So you definitely want to be looking at if you can trade for, hey, I mean, if you could trade for a Marner, Matthews while he's injured, maybe find a team that's like fighting right now just to make it to the playoffs and give them like a decent package for Austin Matthews. And he should be healthy for your fantasy playoffs and ready to give you a really good schedule as well, which would be amazing, right? Okay, Uh, let's also look at some teams with bad playoff schedules, the teams that you maybe want to avoid targeting. Uh, So the teams that only play nine times, just three, three, and three, there are four of them. Minnesota, San Jose, Seattle, and Vegas. And look, at least Minnesota is giving you a bunch of off day games, like of their nine games, four of them are on off days so that's good kind of still only nine games but yeah san jose seattle and vegas those are definitely your worst playoff schedules so yeah now's the time to maybe try to trade eichel maybe wait till eichel has a good game for like right now vegas is struggling mark stone is injured it's like not a good situation over there so i would have probably been recommending to dump your vegas guys anyway but here's another reason you're not going to get a lot of games out of them in your fantasy playoffs san jose you know your hurdle and again like if timo meyer gets traded that might be bad for hurdle in general logan couture is coming off a big game recently uh you know even eric carlson i hate to say it but you probably want to trade him for someone with a better playoff schedule 
then if you're looking at like past the buy, you know, like I mentioned that Buffalo is really good in the first week and after that, not as good. Uh, Buffalo, Dallas, Tampa, Washington, Winnipeg only play six times in the final two weeks. So in addition to those other teams above, you know, the Minnesota, San Jose, Seattle, and Vegas. So yeah, past the quarterfinals, you may want to be dumping your Buffalo, Dallas, Tampa, Washington, and Winnipeg guys. And so that includes some really awesome players, right? Like a Kucherov, Kyle Connor, Ovechkin. Again, you, I'm say I would recommend targeting a Colorado guy, right? Like maybe you offer Kucherov for Ranson, and you can pull that off, and that might really help you out in your fantasy playoffs. If you want to make like one of those high end trades, you know, you could look at the lower and guys, Jason Robertson, of course, awesome player, not a great schedule, but again, don't go too crazy just chasing the games played because sometimes one game from Jason Robertson could be worth like three games from a, a Phil Deneau or whatever player you're trying to target. Uh, so. Uh, I guess some actionable advice here. Uh, actually, Jeremy gave me some actionable advice to share for playoff teams. Okay. So here, here are his suggestions. And I'll just comment on, on them as I go. So consider trying to trade for Matthews. Uh, so yeah, like I mentioned, alternatively Landeskog. Oh yeah, Landeskog, who's injured, but might be back by this point. So maybe you can get him for a pretty cheap price. For He's not helping these teams right now that are fighting for the playoffs. If you know you're going to be in the playoffs, like I said, Colorado has this great schedule. Nichushkin also injured and, and has some concerns. So you might be able to get him for a little bit cheap uh if shane gosses beher was dropped maybe just stash him because like i said arizona has a great schedule for the playoffs especially for that semifinals where no one plays off days but somehow arizona does so if he was dropped yeah might as well stash him and then you'll have him ready to go or get him for really cheap since he's injured right now uh stash duclair if available uh that is an advice that jeremy gave which again florida is a little bit concerning for that first week um, but so maybe I don't know if you can leave him in your IR, but uh, obviously we'll see how he does. But yeah, Florida has four and four games after that. So it could be worthwhile to stash Duclair uh, for after the semis, especially if you're going to be able, sorry, after the quarters, especially if you're going to have a buy of some sort. Uh, he says, do not try to trade for John Carlson because Washington doesn't even have that great of a schedule and who knows if he'll even play. And then he said, uh, try to flip studs like Kaprizov, Stamkos, Pointer, even Kucherov for studs on teams that play more games. So he's talking about Pasternak, Marchand, Aho, Svechnikov, Barkov, again, once you're getting past that semifinals for Florida, uh, Crosby, Gensel, all good targets. And like I said, especially if you have a buy, uh, Tampa players especially should give you some strong leverage if trading with bubble teams. So yeah, you need to really look at who you're trying to trade with and try to determine, is this someone that, and you might be a bubble team listening to this, so maybe I should give some advice to them. But yeah, you need to know who's fighting for the playoffs and who's comfortably in the playoffs because they have very different needs at the moment. Uh, Nick Schmaltz or Lawson Kraus are nice guys to try to hold if they've been on and off your wire. Same goes for Evan Rodriguez, Devin Taves in Colorado. And maybe try to add whoever gets traded to Colorado at the deadline to play 2C. Maybe they're not going to want to have JT Comfer in that spot. So, yeah, if that player gets traded, then that'll be someone, you know, Jonathan Taves to Colorado could be a good player to go for right away just because of, again, that really good schedule. So what if you're uh, one of these bubble teams? What is the advice to you here? Well, uh, Jeremy did take a look at how many games just a bunch of these teams have before the fantasy playoffs. And we're looking at Minnesota, Tampa, and Chicago, who play 18 or 19 games. That, that's the most uh, for teams like between, I guess, now and the fantasy playoffs. So if you're not, so that's this is a little bonus content here, not about how to be successful in your playoffs, but specifically how to get to the playoffs. Yes. Yeah, so then you're targeting Tampa. So again, this might be a perfect win win, right? The playoff team has Kucherov. You have 
Matthews. Maybe you get Kucherov and a sweetener for Matthews. Helps you now, helps them later. Everybody's happy until you play them in the finals and they crush you, but at least you made it, right? Uh, Anaheim and Arizona play 17 games coming up before the playoffs with a ton of off-night games. That's like basically Anaheim and Arizona are really good for off days. So yeah, that makes no exception right now. And then on the other side, Toronto only plays 13 games. So again, like uh, Toronto may help you a bit in the playoffs, but not really helping you right now. And then Boston, Carolina, Columbus, LA, and Washington play 14 times coming up. And again, like I said, you could get Minnesota, Tampa, and Chicago playing 18 or 19 games. So a big difference if you're fighting for the playoffs, you're going to want to focus on getting those players who are just going to give you a lot of games to help you get into that fantasy playoff. So I know, okay, this episode's been kind of crazy, right? I've just been throwing a bunch of teams at you. And so hopefully you've been listening to this and kind of like just, you know, paying attention to the teams that like you have players on or specifically teams that like, you know, you should try to target and like just to figure out if you're in trouble. Really? At the end of the day, my advice is, again, and I already said this, check how your playoffs look right now if you think you're going to be in it. See how many players you're just benching on busy days. You know, kind of like figure out for yourself, like how would I set my lineup on that day? Like who do I think would be the guys I'd put in? Who are the guys I'd put on the bench? And then, then for each of your players, you can figure out how many games you're actually getting. And then that's how you can go and decide who to target. And then yeah, definitely take a look at the schedule and see what teams have those good schedules that like fit your specific needs. But yeah, hopefully this was beneficial to you and not just a a jumble we'll be back with a regular matchup maximizer next week i guess as a reminder for anyone who's listened all the way to the end and does want a little quick refresher on what's going on just for the rest of this matchup that you're in right now uh they're like again teams like boston buffalo carolina there's a few more that don't even play until saturday so that's going to be really tricky to hold on to these players and then like only play like one time all week while the teams you may want to target like anaheim and seattle are going to give you four games coming up and not playing on the busy saturdays you're guaranteed to get those four games and there's a bunch of teams that play four times but including that busy Saturday, but maybe you can get the early games at least. Like Minnesota goes Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or the Islanders go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. Like I, for example, have added um, Kyle Palmieri in one of my leagues because I'm curious to see if he's going to keep his hot streak going and I'll get those three early games and then I'll probably drop him after getting those games against Philly, Seattle, and Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver also goes Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, you know, the short shifts guys talked about maybe Beauvillier as a speculative ad now that he's going to be on Vancouver, but yeah, Garland, I don't know. Like there's probably a few Canucks potentially in your free agency. Get those three early games and then reassess. So good luck in this matchup. Good luck getting to the playoffs and if you're in the playoffs, hopefully this is helping you start to at least think about your schedules that you can win that championship which is really what it's all about so yeah thanks everyone for listening hope you like the show we've got a lot of keeping carlson content coming at you really soon uh, Brian and I will be recording in less than 24 hours. Uh, fun, also like a special edition show because we don't really have much new news since last week but Brian and I are going to be doing a bit of a redraft looking at if we were redrafting a couple teams right now for the rest of the season, who would be the players that we would be targeting and in what order in the first four rounds. I think that'll be a really fun exercise to see how much has changed between the start of the season and now in terms of who we think are the top tier players to get it. And we'll go, I don't know, top 50, top, we'll, we'll keep going until we're about two hours in just drafting our teams. And I think that'll be a fun exercise. Just comment on which players have really like risen or fallen in those rankings. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then you're going to have two 
short shifts episodes once we have some games going again with uh, Jeremy, Lewis, and Shams. You're going to get some combination of two of those three every single Tuesday and Thursday. Or I guess they record Tuesday and Thursday, released Wednesday and, and Friday mornings to help you be successful. And the next thing you know, it'll already be, t- be time for me to record my next matchup maximizer next Saturday night. And then Brian and I will do another mega show. And we're just going to keep on going like that all the way until the end of the season. So hopefully you're enjoying all of this content. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your shows to make sure you get everything. That also really helps us out if you you know actually officially subscribe and then actually download the episodes. <laughs> we get credit for the... So if there's a show that you're not planning on listening to, you can still download it, right? May, who knows? Maybe in the future you might want to listen to it and you'll be in a tunnel and you won't be able to download it. And you'll be like, oh, I wish I would have listened and downloaded it. So I don't know. A five-star review obviously would be nice. If you want to join our community of patrons, keepingcarlson.com slash patron, we would always uh, appreciate that. Actually, one perk of being a patron Keeping Carlson that we don't talk about too often is that we share our show notes for every episode and I'll include these notes with what we share with the patrons this week. Uh, and these are notes that Jeremy Versillo gave me to help me prepare this episode. So uh, a full breakdown in case you don't want to have to keep going back and re-listening to this uh, of like the teams to target, players to target, all of that. So uh, another reason to consider becoming a patron of Keeping Carlson. But okay, I've definitely blabbed long enough. It's been a half an hour here. I think I should probably have a drink of water or something. So I will bid you adieu. Good luck, everybody. And please let me know if you make any moves based on anything you heard on this episode, either in the patron discord or on Twitter at Keeping Carlson. But okay, see ya!